We are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 3. And this is called the Bhumi Gita. Uh, we had done till verse 29 or 30, 38. Uh, so, we are starting from verse 31, but uh, just a small understanding about what happened yesterday. Uh, this is, the different Yugas were mentioned, right from the Krita to Treta to Dwapara and now we had just begun the last Yuga, Kali Yuga. And how people are going to be, because that is a question which Parikshit had asked Sukhdev. So, we are going to try to understand what happens in this current Yuga, which is called the Kali Yuga. So, the things that we discussed yesterday was greed, dissatisfaction, false pride, hypocrisy, envy, selfish activities, cheating, lying, sloth, sleepiness, violence, depression, lamentation, bewilderment, fear and poverty. These are the modes of ignorance which have come about in the Kali Yuga. So, there is going to be today a slightly more <laughs> difficult session for us to understand how this Yuga proceeds. So, let us see what happens. So, we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 3, Verse 31 onwards from the Bhumi Gita. Because of bad qualities of the age of Kali, human beings will become short-sighted, unfortunate, gluttonous, lustful and poverty-stricken. The women become unchaste, will freely wander about from one man to the next. So, this yuga itself is to be blamed. Okay? Should I say that you should be blamed? I should be blamed? No, we are not going to take the blame. So, let the yuga be blamed. We have this saying in India, you know, if you don't know to dance, then the problem is not with you, it is with the floor. The floor is uneven, that's why you can't dance. Is in Hindi we say, Naach na jane angan teda. So, you, <laughs> I hope you understand. See, we are bad people, but we are not supposed to take that uh, compliment on us. So, we are going to blame the yuga for it. Okay, Kali Yuga, you are only bad, that is why you make us bad. So, it's a very easy way of Shifting the onus from ourselves onto the yuga. So, the beginning itself is because of the bad qualities of the age of Kali. Kali yuga is human beings will become short sighted. Now, what do you mean by short sighted? Short sighted doesn't mean that wearing a pair of glasses like this. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with actual sight. It means that they are bothered about their daily food. You understand what I'm saying? They are bothered about their daily life. They are bothered about more on the lines of what they are going to do. What am I going to do today? What am I going to do today? You see, that is called short-sighted. People are not interested in the long-term benefits of being. So, they become short-sighted and then they think of their daily work and their daily activities and what they are currently doing. But are they interested in talking about the future? No, they are not. Many a times they talk to me. The one thing which I say is that you got to behave yourself. When I say you got to behave yourself, well, they throw a tantrum right in front of my face, okay, and to a few people around. So, I tell them, just imagine tomorrow we are having thousands of people in front. And if you throw a tantrum over there, then what happens? Are you not creating an impression in the minds of all these people? Yes, you are. And that's a very, very bad impression. It just goes to show how your parents have brought you up in this world. This is what we say. This is, this is exactly how people say, isn't it? So, in my students' cases, it is more the guru. So, it will always reflect on how I behave or how I have brought everybody up. So, if you throw a tantrum, if you start shouting, if you start yelling, 
if you start doing you know all kinds of nonsensical stuff it just goes to show it's a reflection on what I am giving you all there's a knowledge so isn't it important that you need to behave nicely properly in a civil manner whatever that you have to talk to me in private you can talk to me in private doesn't mean that in private you are allowed to talk whichever way you feel hmm? you see there is so much of furor going on over John McCain in America he died a few days ago <laughs> and the president has not said a word and because of that the whole world is talking about it the same thing which happens across the world one of the most important things that has happened in India is called demonetization whether the economy has grown or not nobody knows whether it has served the purpose nobody knows so you are not supposed to talk about what does it reflect on the person then it reflects badly on that particular individual so what would you say you would say that is this how you were brought up is that the culture of your of your party is that the culture that you were brought up in so you should not do that so these are basically some qualities that we need to change in our life right so short-sightedness is not a long-term proposal but a short-term proposal we are trying to rectify situations right then even if i have if i were to give you a lecture on marketing i'm going to talk to you on long-term goals not on short-term goals isn't it <laughs> they are unfortunate the human beings of this yuga are unfortunate unfortunate means fortune never favors see you understand what i'm saying nobody is going to win the lottery even if they win the lottery there is a problem so they are unfortunate gluttonous how much can a person eat i was looking at some posts put up by some people whom i know and these people are putting a post where they are talking about italian dishes and mediterranean dishes and you know all those kind of stuff uh, that dish which is from turkey i don't remember the name of hummus hummus i think it is called H-U-M-M-U-S and they are talking so great stuff about this hummus and the different kinds of you know broccoli and this and that and God, God knows it, it was too much and I was wondering this person who is writing about these kind of things and he is going to fancy restaurants to eat it and he makes it himself. This person is used to dal roti. You understand what I mean? You see he is an Indian at the end of the day. An Indian who is trying to imitate some other country people. You are still an idiot man. Okay. If you are trying to imitate some other country and some other uh, way of eating. That is not suitable for India. And yet you are trying to bring in that is, is stupid. Right. If you look at the, the kind of dishes that are being made across the world. You will find that there is an equivalent in India also. Chickpeas. Hummus. Be beginning is that. Chickpeas we have been eating since a long time. Even in my school, I had ragada patties. Okay, it is got, <laughs> we call it ragada patties, right? So, imitation is not correct. So here, what I am saying is, gluttony is to try out everything and to think that you are some foreigner or some other person from some other part of the world. Yesterday, another Indian was asked a question: Will he eat? grasshoppers and this man is a is a model and a film actor and all that and he runs a lot okay and he says yes i would love to eat because my wife eats you know all this kind of stuff so i would also love to eat 
grass hoppers and stuff like that okay very good you should eat grass hoppers next life we will sanction you uh, life with you know those creatures who eat grass hoppers you are human being can you eat human food just because there is protein in the hair doesn't mean that i convert this protein and then eat it as medicine or eat it as uh, this thing no otherwise tomorrow you will find people are chomping on the hair you got the point so gluttony has become that people eat stupid stuff the next question that was asked was will you eat something nice or will you drink uh, four juices of karela karela means bitter gourd and the person says bitter gourd what i wouldn't touch bitter gourd from the end of a barge bowl also because it is kadwa kadwa you understand bitter the tongue has been given to you so that you can eat decent food not try to torture your palate torturing your palate means drinking four glasses of bitter juice that is called torturing your palate yes if you have gone in for that you know there is there is a particular kind of a buddhist uh, ritual hmm? and in this buddhist ritual they literally torture you by giving you no food <laughs> sometimes you are not supposed to not speak for 21 days not speak for 21 days the kind of food that you are given is like this kind of food supposed to be very healthy and they call it detox detox i'm sure people have heard of detox in india the simplest method of detoxification you know detoxing your body simplest method i mean you don't have to do anything don't eat for 24 hours okay and today is a day where you are not supposed to eat i don't know how many people know about this but well you are not supposed to eat till till the time when krishna is born oh my god so krishna is telling you you see before i am born you do detox yourself first right 24 hours you don't eat of course you can have water juices fruits and you know farar farar is called upvas farar means that means what you eat when you are on fasting there are certain exceptions so you can eat while fasting those things only those things and they are very high uh, very high in uh, carbohydrate so <laughs> so this is the funny part but today is a detoxing day you don't have to join a course for 21 days and 30 days and not eat you know that kind of a nonsense well believe me unless and until you want to admit yourself into some hospital and where they are going to stick needles in your in your body and only then you are going to get you know that glucose on that you know saline we call it in india so saline is going up and yeah you are not allowed to eat you know how the body becomes then bloated well if that is exactly what you are looking for then please go detox yourself for 21 days 30 days and all that but do you understand this food thing is so people become gluttonous they eat a lot and then they say oh i have got to reduce myself by the way we are going to come to that also in the next verse we are going to come to that how people have to reduce themselves so be ready for that that session <laughs> you know there will be a little comedy in that also so human beings will become short sighted unfortunate gluttonous lustful do i need to tell you about lust see there was a one night stand in in uh, 10 years ago 20 years ago now it is a supposed to be you know 2 years ago it became a half night stand and today i don't even know whether you need to stand also or no you see it's become so so stupid that a person it's like i mean uh, i can't say bam bam thank you ma'am i say yes you have to say bam bam thank you man see <laughs> so this guy runs away from one place to the other to the other to the other it's become lustful like that people are least bothered about sex for them sex is nothing but you know that activity which they need to get over so that they can do it once again you understand it's like that 
I don't know how much stamina do they have, but this is the whole problem in everybody's life. Lustful. Krishna is talking about you being lustful, which is a fact of life. Alright. Now, when I say Krishna is talking about, actually you will say, no, Krishna is not talking. It is Sukhdev Goswami. By the way, Sukhdev Goswami is one person, one person who doesn't know lust. Because in his world, there is a story which says that, you know, his father, right, Vyasdev, when he is passing through a river, so he is passing from near a river on the river bank, the women who are having a bath in the river, they dip themselves in the river and then they, they ask him to go away from there. So, he goes away. And then after that, his son follows. His son is coming from behind. That is Sukhdev is coming. And the women come out of the water and they are drying themselves naked. And then Sukhdev passes from there and then his father is returning back. So, he says, what is this? When I am coming and going, you are trying to cover yourself up. But when my son is coming and going, you don't do any of those things. So they say, the, all the women look at him and say, your son is not a lustful person. Okay? He doesn't have lust at all. He is a completely an abduta. He is lost in this divine. Whereas you are basically like that. When we ask the story is told by Sukhdev Goswami. So when he speaks of lustfulness, the words must be his father's, no, not his. And poverty stricken. Everybody is poor. Even if they have a million dollars, they are poor. Incidentally, there was a funny article. Some person has invested a hundred thousand dollars in bitcoins. And today, he is at minus 70%. The value of bitcoins has dropped down by 70%. So the fellow says, I have become very poor. So even if you have bitcoins, you are poor. Yeah, if you have an Amazon, uh, what do you call that, share, which you might have bought in 1978 or something like that, 1998, you would be worth uh, 13 million or something. But unfortunately, you are still poor because that money doesn't do anything. It is still paper. Tomorrow, if the world collapses, that paper will only become a toilet paper. Okay. Oh, nowadays it is dematted shape. Maybe I don't know how you are going to do it with your hard drive. <laughs> with your soft, you know, with the paper you can do something. With your hard drive, what you are going to do, nobody knows. <laughs> Maybe you will bang it on your head like this. Take the hard drive and bang it on your head. And that is the only thing you can do, isn't it? So, <laughs> think about this money. Money is non-existent for people today. Even if they have, they think, oh, where is the money? But they don't have. Everybody is literally living on day-to-day -day expenses, okay? You may be a billionaire, billionaire. And you can say, you know, his net worth is 100 billion dollars. Suppose somebody says like that. If you ask that person, do you have 10 dollars in your pocket? The fellow will say, I don't. First, I have to sell my shares then. By the time he tries to sell his shares, you know, he has to take the government's permission. You know that? You can't sell your shares. If you are an owner of this big company and you are billion dollar worth, then you have to first take government's position, a permission which takes nearly a year or two years to come. By then you would be dead. So there is no point in trying to say that I have money in my pocket. Even these rich guys don't have any money in the pocket. They will ask somebody and say, hey, give me 10 dollars. You understand what I am saying? Hey, sav rupiah dena. You know, in, in our world we used to say, can you give me 100 rupees? So it's like that. Ah, so. They will become poverty stricken. The woman becoming unchaste will freely wander from one man to the next. Now, why is the woman being singled out? This you need to first understand before we, we go on a tirade. Anyway, I have to go on a tirade. The woman become unchaste will freely wander from one man to the next. Woman 
are supposed to be the epitome of motherhood. Do you want your mother, I mean just I want you to think very carefully these words. Do you want your mother to be a woman of this world going around with this guy, that guy, that guy, that guy? I am sure you don't want that because you want to know who your father is. And you don't want your mother to be a, a person who has done these kind of things. You see, you when, you when you look at your mother, you want the most pristine, pure, clean, nice, good, godly kind of a person. Isn't that what you are saying? So, if you want your mother to be like that, this is exactly what the world had as mothers. Uh, they were not trying to sell their eggs to you know those places. But today's, today's woman is more like a business person, a businessman. Today's woman is more like a man. You know that song is there? Why is this woman like a man or something, something like that? I don't, I don't remember the words. But a, a woman has become more like a man. A man is a corrupt being. Corrupt, you understand? He is corrupted to the core. He's become completely tamasic in nature. He's corrupted to the core. Women were not corrupted till till a few years ago. Now they have also got corrupted with what they see. And they want to emulate this corruption. And that is the reason why Sukhdev Goswami, the woman become unchanged. Like I want my, you want your mother. And forget about our, this uh, earthly mother. But don't you want the mother goddess that is Prakriti to be chased? You know the denudation that is happening, the the uh, you know glaciers that are melting, the uh, earthquakes that are happening is happening to Mother Nature. Do you like that? Just ask yourself: Do you like somebody burning down the forest where there are forest fires? I'm sure you don't like that, isn't it? You don't like Mother Nature being spoiled. You want it unspoiled. Okay, this is as far as a Mother Nature goes. Then. Think about the goddess, the goddesses. Do you want your goddesses to be corrupt, unchaste? No, no. When you look up to the god, you don't want your goddesses to be corrupt. The gods are, please understand, gods are always looking here and there. Okay? They are already corrupted. I told you in the beginning only, the gods, the men, you know, the, the male, male gender is already corrupt. They are already gone to the dogs. Should I call it dogs or what? They have gone to the humans, men. Okay? But why do women have to go to that? According to me, women are pure, chaste, like mothers. And this is what Sukhdev Goswami is also saying, the same thing. So, it is nothing wrong. It's not about women's liberation. Yeah, I want to do this. Otherwise, tomorrow I will have people standing at my doors. You cannot talk like this. It's written in the book. Sorry. What to do? You are reading this book. Well, uh, the disclaimer here is, if you want to shut down your video, just <laughs> before you hear more bad things. So, the women become unchaste now. In the current year. When greed uh, will freely wander from one man to the next. You know the, the, the pity. I pity this thing. Because this woman is seeking something in life. You know what is she seeking? She is seeking that ideal man. Did I not tell you that there is no ideal man in this world? There is no ideal man in this world. No. There isn't a man in this world whom you can call ideal. In the last yuga. In the last yuga that is the Dwapara, the woman wanted an ideal man, Draupadi her name. She had to marry five guys. So, if you want a man today who is an ideal man, you may have to marry five to the power of N. Then you will get, because every man, if you try to find out idealism in him, you will find maybe 0.00001% ideal in him. There is no man in this planet earth today who, who can be called ideal. Okay. They are worthless, right? And 
it is difficult to find that. So, please remember this. So, that is the reason why this woman keeps, she is a deluded person. She keeps on moving from one man to the other, to the other, to the other. In one year's time, she will change at least number of men to try to find out whether there is somebody really worth. Cities will be dominated by thieves. The Vedas will become contaminated by speculative interpretations of a political leaders. Will virtually consume the city. The so-called priests and intellectuals will be devotees of their bellies and genetics. Cities will be dominated by thieves. You can't keep even your sandals outside the door. You know that? You are afraid. Somebody is going to pick them up and go away. People over here are very daring. They keep a number of sandals out. And I am afraid that someday somebody is going to come and take all those and go away. <laughs> because remember, the cities are dominated by thieves. There is no exception. There is no exception. People are mugged in the street. Everything wrong is happening. There are too many people out there. Everybody is a thief, by the way. You cannot even trust anybody. So that is it. The Vedas will be contaminated by speculative interpretations of atheists. So, atheists will come and they will interpret the Vedas, the Vedas to their own interpretation. You know, you can interpret anything that the way you want it. Hmm? So, exactly in the same way, Vedas are going to get interpreted exactly the way they want the Vedas to be interpreted. So, there was this great person who ran away to Malaysia. He was a Muslim preacher. And now he is a wanted person because he was responsible for certain number of terrorist acts in India. So, this person has ran away to Malaysia and he has become a citizen of Malaysia. He was interpreting Vedas and the Shastras in the way he wants them to. So, today there are going to be people who are going to talk whatever nonsense that they came in their part. You know, there are people who write some great stories. People like Richard Dawkins, Malcolm Gladwell, you know. Neil deGrasse Tyson, these are atheist people. They are interpreting everything in the way they feel according to science. But this is not exactly how it is to be done. But this is the problem with the yuga. They are going to take the same scriptures, are going to twist them and turn them and make them, oh, this is what you are talking about. This is all nonsense. They are talking about God who was vengeful. I think you don't even understand spirituality. First, you need to understand spirituality and then you can talk about that. Suppose they understand science. They may be good in science. I cannot interpret science that way. But in the same way, they, are, they don't have the right to interpret spirituality or Vedas or Shastras in their way. It is not correct. It is wrong. So, every person who thinks that way, who is an atheist or non-believer, a person who doesn't have any religion, you understand what I am saying? Somebody who doesn't believe in the concept called God, this person is going to twist and turn the Vedas, the Bible, the Quran and every other holy book on this planet earth only to suit his purpose. Political leaders will virtually consume the No, there is no need. You know how political leaders are. They take you for a jolly. The so-called priests and intellectuals will be devoted to their bellies. The priests in the temple. You see, just now only the Pope was apologizing for the number of, you know, uh, priests who have responsible for raping young children. In India also, it is the same thing. Every priest in every temple is like this only. There is nothing different in these people. They are more interested in their genitals and their bellies. Bellies means they want to only make money. They want food. They want money. And that is the only reason why they are behaving exactly in this. They want to make money. So, they are looking out for money. You go to any temple in India today. There are touts over there. They are dressed up in that, uh, you know, priest garb. And they will come and ask you, do you want darshan? Do you want darshan? Do you want darshan? I can give you the best of the puja. I can take you straight. We will eliminate this queue and we will go straight inside. Uh, what exactly is this? 
this is what has happened to religion and this is what has happened to the temples and the churches. People are selling their services. The brahmacharis will fail to execute their vows and become generally unclean. The householder will become beggars. The vanaprasthas will live in the village and the sannyasis will become greedy. The brahmacharya vows. The brahmacharya vows are no looking at any woman, not even having any sex with her and all that. But the brahma sleep around. You see the whole problem and he becomes unclean. Brahmacharya vow is that where you don't look also at a woman. That doesn't happen. Householders will become beggars. They are begging from place to place. They are begging to their bosses, their wives, their children, their whole world. They have bank loans, they have this, they have that. To buy a house is not so simple. Take loans and this. and They are all beggars. Look at every householder. He is a beggar. I don't have any. First line he will say. You ask any householder today. Say, can you give me some money? I don't have any money. That's the first line. Opening line is like this. So, even if they have money, they are bhikaris. Bhikaris are beggars. Everybody has become a beggar. They may have a hundred thousand rupees in the bank and yet they will say, I don't have any money. Petty minded and something which is not correct. The word that you should say is, God has been kind to me and he has given me. But no, he is a beggar. Every person now, householder is a beggar. The Vanaprastas will live in the villages. You know, those uh, old age homes, you know, old age homes are in the big cities. So, what is this Vanaprastha that you are doing? No, I am taking a, a holiday. Where I am living today? This is a city. On the contrary, I should be living in some jungles, you know, eating berries maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They berries, they made in USA. <laughs> because jungles don't have berries in it. <laughs> so, something like that. But problem today is, Human beings don't want to stay like this. They want to stay in the company of other people. So they stay in the cities. And the sannyasis will become greedy for wealth. All the sannyasis, they want wealth. You should look at all the sannyasis who are wearing orange color and white color clothes. They are very wealthy people. by They will say very nicely to you. Okay, I don't have. Women will become much smaller in size and they will eat too much. Have more children than they can properly take care of and lose all shyness. They will always speak harshly and will exhibit qualities of thievery, deceit and uns unrestrained audacity. Now, you only describe whether this verse is true or is it false. They have become smaller in size. Smaller in size means, have you seen all those videos where they talk of you know, thin women? Okay. And they eat too much. Means what? Eating too much doesn't mean actually eating too much. But they are, oh, I am eating protein diet. You know, I am on a protein diet. I am on this diet. I am on that diet. What kind of diet are you talking about? Can you not eat simple food? You understand? In India, we say simple food is dal, rice, uh, sabji and uh, maybe some chapati and all. That is all. That is called wholesome food. No. I am having quinoa. I don't even know what quinoa means. Quinoa. In India, nobody has quinoa. Okay. Broccoli. I don't know what broccoli is. Are broccoli... I personally feel broccoli is a distant cousin of the cab, you know, cauliflower, I think. Isn't it? Must be. Injected with green color. <laughs> so, something like that. I should not make fun of food, but well, the kind of money that they pay for this kind of things in India is, is atrocious. Where simple food is available, you need to eat the simple. That's more than enough. You are going away from spirituality if you are trying to, you know, become those kind of people. So, here you can see, they become smaller in size. Okay. Now, you see all those uh, Instagram stars, they are very small. In size. Then they will eat too much. Have more children than they can properly take care of. 
ah that's another story in india they say you know you should have only one or two children in china they used to have only one child policy now they want more children because there is a problem in their genetic structure you know and in their future everybody is going to become young very soon and then and all the people are going to become old simultaneously so india is supposed to be a young country for the next 70 years india is going to be a young country supposedly do you understand what i'm talking about there are countries which have stopped producing children and there are only old people in that so it's like an old age home countries like norway sweden and all those countries have become only old age homes no new children are born over there so only old <laughs> like that kind of people i mean they may not be coughing like me but you can imagine you know hundreds of old people sitting sinus <laughs> think like that what is the old people going to talk about and the young people are non existent and in india everybody is young and one young person will ask another one hey which is that new video you downloaded on your phone can i see oh it's that new porn that i downloaded i mean this is the kind of thing these young youngsters are doing today 10 years 12 years old they are having a phone with you know clips triple x clips by the way in their phone go to any any far reach of india this is what you find so this is the new age where you can find all the nonsensical stuff on the phones of course now you understand the previous verse where they said they are going to be more sex unfortunately this is the reason so we will come to the next point they lose all shyness today all women have become bold okay you see the clothes that they wear in the, the 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 clothes that they wear and if you ask them why are you not covering up yourself and they'll say oh you can go around naked and you think i can't go around naked uh, one of the recent cases is uh, on a tennis court tennis court there is this young player now she removed her t-shirt okay when she removed her t-shirt the umpire disqualified her and he said you cannot remove your t-shirt like this so she went and complained and then she saying the men are removing their t-shirts and sitting naked over there why is a woman not allowed to remove her t-shirt so did you get this verse now the woman is going to say i can also remove my t-shirt and do whatever i feel like i am asking you this question and i want you to understand this question very carefully do you want your mother you may be a woman or a man do you want your mother to show her boobs to the whole world i mean ask yourself this question i think i don't want to see my mother naked and show her body to the whole world i don't want my mother if you want your mother to be shown naked then please go around you know roaming the whole world naked and do whatever you feel it is not a right thing to do personally i don't think it is right okay this is one very very important thing we need to understand when you don't want your mother to be seen naked by other people then how is it that these people can go around talking ah yeah i can remove my t-shirt i can remove all my clothes i can go around naked a man can go around naked man has been going around naked for centuries and yugas and yugas have you seen krishna without his you know top vastra of course you have seen krishna without his top vastra he doesn't even wear anything on top he only wears one lungi kind of thing you know below and he put just puts one cloth like this he doesn't have anything to show on top but have you seen lakshmi doing that have you seen any other goddess doing something like that even if you look at kali you know she's covered with some skulls and something like that i don't know her makeup is completely different 
she wears different clothes. I wouldn't know what they are. Some hands and skulls and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but she, she is not naked. The Jains people, they are gods. They are naked. Yes. The Jains in India, they find, you find their gods are naked. Their religion might be allowing. But our normal people, do you want your women to go around like, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want my mother to do that. And if you want your mother to do that, then there is something desperately wrong. So this is the reason why I personally don't, and I would rather have a mother who is kind and all those beautiful things that I, and if you feel that woman's empowerment means going around naked, a man is an idiot. I told you right in the beginning, my statement is like that, isn't it? He is a person who cannot be, he is gone. Four yugas are gone. He still not uh, changed himself. Why does a woman have to follow that person? No, you don't have to. So, qualities of thievery, they will speak harshly. A woman doesn't speak nicely any longer. She speaks very harsh language, which is not the right kind of a language. And Sukhdev Goswami had already told us about this. They will exhibit qualities of thievery, thief, deceit and unrestrained audacity. I can say whatever I feel like. I want to say. I have my own students talking like this. You have the audacity to say whatever I feel. But you are talking to your guru. My male students don't have the guts to talk like this. I can tell you this much. But some of my female students have the guts to openly talk whatever that comes to their mind. Do you understand what I am saying? They think that it is something very nice. Yeah, I am expressing my opinion. Sorry, you are not allowed to express your opinion. Nobody is asking you for it. Opinion. If you want to express your opinion, go out in this world and become that audacious woman that you are outside. Not in my ashram. I don't want anybody in my ashram talking this kind of a language. Which is, you know, I am free to talk whatever. I am sorry, you are not free to talk. You need to restrain your tongue. And you cannot speak this kind of a language. A language, right in the, every day I have to say the same thing. The person doesn't understand. And the, it's very easy to blame this yuga, you know that, no? And blame everybody else in life. Why have I become like this? Because of my past. You think everybody has a past or no? Of course, everybody has a past. Doesn't mean that you have the right to talk whichever way you feel like. There is not the right way of doing things. Otherwise, there is no point in, you know, being a person who is connected to the guru. There has to be a certain amount of decency, respect, and you have to be very humble. By the way, all this is going to come in the end. I am just giving a heads up right now. This is what. So, you need to have, you know, please do not have this kind of thievery. Deceit. Deceit is to the core. And what kind of a deceit a person has? Just by telling that I committed murder doesn't give you immunity. Is that correct or wrong? Just because you have committed murder and you have told I committed murder. Does it mean that you have said that is why you got immunity? No. The purity doesn't come like that. Purity doesn't come by saying that you have done an act. If you have done an act, you are already impure. And this impurity can never be taken away from this life. No way. This deceit can never be taken away from life. So, this is exactly how it is. Businessmen will engage in petty commerce and earn their money by cheating. Even when there is no emergency, people will consider any degraded occupation quite acceptable. So, people go to other countries, you know, in India, we have these people who come from very decent family, Brahmin family, they will say. And they will go to another country and become a slave over there. They will become a slave. They are ready to sweep the streets also and they are ready to do anything on planet earth 
in another country because nobody is looking at them and everybody is a shudra over them. See, they go from here, they take good education in India, they go abroad and then they go and work over there just like a shudra. They are a third class citizen in the other and they love doing that. So, any degraded occupation is acceptable in today's day and age. Businessmen will definitely be cheating. I, I don't think there is a single person on earth who will disagree on this statement. All businessmen are cheaters. Everybody knows that. Even if there is no emergency, there is nothing happening in their world. Nothing is happening. in. But a person will go and do whatever they feel like and become somebody's slave. Servants will abandon a master who has lost his wealth. Even if that master is a saintly person of exemplary character. Masters will abandon an incapacitated servant even if the servant has been in the family for generations. Cows will be abandoned or killed when they stop giving milk. I was discussing this a few days ago. Cows in India and other countries are sent for slaughter as a meat just like chicken are sent after they have stopped becoming layers. Layers means they give egg every day. After they stop laying eggs, they are sent as chicken meat. Same way cows are treated like this. The cows are going to be sent to slaughterhouses. And this is written in the Bhagavatam. It is written in the Bhagavatam. It is anyway going to happen. Even if there are people out there who are going to stop the cow slaughter, it is still going to happen because... 90% of the world eats this kind of stuff, isn't it? What is the big deal in that? Here Sukhdev Goswami is feeling bad about saying these things, but he has to say them because this is how the yuga is going to be. So, the rich man is going to say to the poor man, you know, I don't give a damn to you. And the poor man, I mean the, the servant who is there, he is not going to have sincerity to his master at all. Today people yeah, leave left, right and center and they go away. If somebody gives an additional few hundred rupees or few thousand rupees, the person runs away from one company to the other, one person to the other. Even if you have somebody who is cooking in your house, the cook will disappear after some time if somebody offers him better. They are not going to remain with you. That is what is meant. And masters also don't give a damn about their own servants. Earlier in olden, in Kali Yoga, men will be wretched and controlled by women. They will reject their fathers, brothers and other relatives and friends. And will instead associate with sisters and brothers of their wives. Thus their conception of friendship will be based exclusively on sexual ties. This is really the truth. In Kali Yuga, in today's day and age, men don't have a will of their own anymore. They really don't have a will of their own. A woman puts them in the pocket okay, by superiority complex. She has a superiority complex today. So what she does is she puts all men in the pocket. Whoever that she comes in connect. And in the Kali Yuga, this is going to take prominence. Man is going to become just a limp guy, you know. Somebody who is not able to do anything. He is only serving like, you know, the parrot who is sitting in a cage. He just say hello to him. He say hello, like that. So, man is going to be like that. Look at all those people on Instagram. You see all those women, their men are just hovering around them like this. Okay. There are old women who are superstars and they have young guys, 20, 25 years old. They may be 50 and 60 year old, but they have a 20, 25 year old stud with them and they feel happy about it. This is how it is going to be. Today, the world is exactly like this. The Kali Yuga, the men will be wretched and controlled by women, 100%. All the women are going to keep on dominating them and telling them, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. Whether it is a son, whether it is a husband, whether it is an employee, whether it is anybody, a woman are going to dominate this way. Then, 
they will reject their father, brother and other relatives and friends. Their own friends from their mother's side or the father's side, you know. The women are going to reject them. And I don't give a damn. And they will go and wherever they are, whichever other side that they are, for them, those are friends, those are relatives, those are somebody that they can lean on if they want to. But they are anyway not leaning tower. They are standing like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <coughs> so, the concept of friendship will be based exclusively on sexual ties. So, if you ask a woman or a man, are you having sexual relationship with this person? And you know what is the answer? Yeah, he's just a friend, you know. Or you have sex with a, just a friend? I never knew that. And after they have finished, they'll say, oh, they are very good friends of mine. And they will call them for their weddings also. You come for my wedding. What kind of nonsense is this? He's a very good friend of mine, you know. I had sex with him. He's very good. So he, she will tell her other friend, you also have. He's very good. And then you can become friends. Everybody is good friend. Uncultured men will accept charity on behalf of the Lord and earn their livelihood by making a show of austerity and wearing a mendicant's dress. Those who know nothing about religion will mount a high seat and presume to speak on religious principle. Lee, look at me. I don't have any knowledge, but I am sitting. <laughs> I am completely ignorant. See? So, there are going to be ignorant people like me outside who are going to preach religion. This is supposed to be religion. What I mean over here is those who really have no clue about divinity, those who have absolutely no clue about spirituality are going to talk about spirituality. Look at all these people who are writing books from Paulo Coelho to the person who is speaking on spirituality in India. I don't know whether they understand even what is spirituality, but they are definitely writing on it. So, you can definitely write on a subject which you don't know anything about. Just because you understand history doesn't mean that you can talk about that subject. You are, you are mistaken. You are a historian. You are not a spiritualist. And there are people here in India who are printing books after books after books after books. They are not spiritual. Including the people, they are people who are dressed up. Orange clothes, white clothes, all those kind of funny clothes. They will accept charity on behalf of the Lord. Can you give me money because I want to do this puja, that puja, this puja, that puja. And they will show austerity. Oh, They'll talk about Shivji. They'll talk about stuff which is not even understood by them. You see, if I create one big statue of Shivji or if I create one big statue of somebody, some god somewhere, doesn't make me holy at all. You see, even the kings used to make massive statues of, of gods. So, in, in Bangalore also, we have one very big statue, some 30-40 feet big statue. That doesn't make a temple. So, they will show this kind of an austerity and they will wear mendicant's dress. They will wear orange clothes, white clothes, all kind of clothes. Don't fall for that. And those who know nothing about religion will talk about it. Those who know absolutely nothing about religion are going to speak too much. So, we have come to the uh, verse 38 and we will stop over here. We still have another 10 more verses. But this is the Kaliuga, and you are you know that you are in Kaliuga because you know exactly what is happening in you. Right? So, I will stop over here and I will see you all in the coming week. Take care. Have a very good Janmashtami today. Janmashtami is in the middle of the night today, not yesterday. Today in, in the night, in India time, it is around 11.45 to 11.57. Don't correct me. See, right? Did I not say audacious? A woman will speak harshly and exhibit qualities of audacity. This is called audacity. You can't speak. So, don't talk. Alright? So, take care. Have a very nice day.